Previously on Newsbreak, Lotus FM. Being a bookseller for 40 years, one career, never had another job, don't own a CV. Uh, yes, seriously, I don't own a CV and I had to think about maybe compiling one if I had to. Never had to apply for a second job. After 40 years of that, you, you, you do think it might be a time to call it a day. 59-year-old Cedric Sissing says he will never give up on his love for literature. Born and raised in Greville, Sissing says he is still an old Durban boy at heart. My dad was born in Peter Marisburg, but then worked in Durban mostly. My mom's also from Durban. I was born in the Gravel area, just across the road from what is now Game City. Then moved to Greenwood Park very young age. And then we lived in Greenwood Park Radio for much of our lives. Then moved to Sydenham by 73, but then matriculated from Park Hill School in 76, end of 76, the same Soweto riots here. And then went straight to Oxford Adams, January 77. And 40 years ago, Sissing began his romance with books, literature and reading. Sissing is married to his dear wife Isabel for the past 33 years. They have two children and two grandchildren. Sissing says during his 40-year career, he has met many famous newsmakers and dignitaries. But the best and most memorable are those who provide living history. The highlights are meeting the really high-profile people and, of course, top of the list has to be Nelson Mandela. I got the personal handshake, the look in the eye and to say, how are you, young man? And I mean, oh, then, what do you, then what do you say? <laughs> but besides that, L.B. Sachs, Justice L.B. Sachs, close, very close to him. Little anecdotes like that. Justice Edwin Cameron is another one who also very, you know, you get to know them personally on a, on a much ordinary level compared to with their, their, their really high positions. And of course, I must acknowledge our local, I don't call them heroes, but activists who are still around with us today. Sunny Singh, I mean, Robin Island, uh, all those years, severely tortured during the apartheid day. He's still around, he's giving us the story. He tells us what happens. He gives us the first-hand account and he corrects people who come to book launches and claim to know what they're speaking about. But he, he will correct them when they are out of life. And that's what, that is living history. Staying at just one place of employment, Sissing says when he looks back, he has no regrets. Not a single one. Not a single one. I think my teachers had the biggest regret because they uh, were shocked to hear that I wasn't planning to go and study further after school. They were absolutely appalled. Everybody else was going to university, do this, do that. I said, no, I'm still looking around. I'm like, Let me find a job, think about it. And But my passions were journalism, going, maybe going to invest with a newspaper because I used to devour newspapers. But that's why, my, as you know, my love of radio comes from listening to the radio since four years old. peanut butter bring you the incredible adventures of the most amazing man of our time jet jungle and his black leopard jupiter a fantastic pair who fearlessly fight evil wherever they find it tonight project Farstar. at a very tender young age cedric fell in love with radio springbuck radio to be more precise and popular radio serials Jet Jungle, Squad Cars, and The Pip Friedman Show. The drama, the danger, the thrills, and the facts when the long arm of the law travels in Squad Cars. Jet Jungle days. <laughs> Are you serious? Do you remember Jet Jungle? I remember Jet Jungle. And the creaking door and Squad Cars and the Pip Friedman Show. Saturday mornings, the Pip Friedman Show. We would make sure we at home because you know didn't have often didn't have the radio with a car, yeah, yeah. and you'd have a rush home and make sure you were home by ten o'clock or whatever. Mm -hmm. It came on the radio every 
set a Springbok radio every Saturday morning. That was a you know, household moment. From radio to writing, Sissing says he's thrilled that Durban has been chosen as the UNESCO City of Literature in his lifetime. In the days of Springbok radio, we used to say that South Africa was, was bright place, sunny skies and Chevrolet. Now, the sunny skies and Chevrolet, and of course the bright place too, was all Durban. Surfing, outdoors, talking about books in Durban in those days, like I never heard of. Who's going to sit down and read a book in this lovely weather we have and all the beaches we have and so on? So Durban's come a long way in establishing itself as a, as a now a, a city of literature with the, with the projects that have been going on with the municipality and the, and the twinning with, uh, with the USA city. And uh, I think it's about high time because, I mean, the fact that the time of the writer festival, for example, has been running for over 20 years is evidence enough that Durban is certainly on the map. And what's a bookworm and expert to do now that he has begun a new chapter outside this bookshop? Thinking of writing your memoirs? Oh, yes, it's, uh, it's in the pipeline. All, of the, all the notes are all over the place. But a lot, like a journalist like you, you've got to find them and collate them and then edit them. But definitely, yeah, there's no question about it. Because I've got, I've got so many thoughts from listening to people, listening to how they speak, how they write, reading it and how they write. So you, you can then translate that into But a memoir is very important because it, it then hands down to the next generation. News break. Lotus FM. Powered by SABC News.